are there certain products or certain ingredients that are found or are prevalent in hair products that are triggers for cancer? The simple answer to that question is yes. We found that often, even though there's a number of hair relaxers that say that it's a no-life formula, actually once you look on the ingredient list, you'll find sodium hydroxide, which is another name for life. So many burning questions. So little time. I'm Carol Afori, and this is the Carol Afori Podcast, where we answer all the questions that keep going around in circles in your head. And this time, we're asking, do hair relaxers cause cancer? So for the past six years, I've been wearing my natural coily hair. By natural coily hair, I mean literally the hair that grows out of my scalp with no processes or processing or any form of product to straighten my existing coils, right? But move along to 2023. After the pandemic and dealing with my hair, salons being closed, the drama, you name it. I decided that for my 40th birthday, I am going to relax my hair. So I put these chemicals in my hair to get a much silkier, straighter look. But shortly after doing that, I came across some disturbing articles about the possibility that these chemicals could be making us very, very sick. According to some of these articles, these chemicals could possibly be causing some of us to even get cancer. So that is the reason why I had to do this conversation in the Carol Afori podcast. There is a lobby group in the UK that is literally trying to remove some of these products from the shelves. So I had to chat to them. And also, there is a doctor based in the U.S. who is in a laboratory as we speak, testing all sorts of chemical products that we put on our hair. And I had to chat to her as well for some clarity on this topic. So this is a podcast you want to stay listening to. On the line with me all the way from the UK, I'm chatting to Akamara Larasi. She's a campaigner for Level Up, which is a feminist community campaigning for gender justice. Can you talk to us about some of the things you've done as Level Up? So we've got a few campaigns running. Of course, we've got our No More Lies campaign, which is about removing the toxic ingredients from hair relaxers. But we also have campaigns like the one around ending imprisonment of pregnant women. So they're all kind of related to bodily autonomy and things around equality. The one I want us to delve in today is the one around hair relaxer, specifically lie relaxers. Level Up, I've found in many, many articles, have been spearheading a campaign to get certain companies to remove lie from relaxers. Uh, and some claim they don't have, but they actually do. Do you want to walk us through what started you wanting to campaign for this and, and where you are with it right now? So the campaign was launched in 2021 after the release of um, an Oxford University study that linked breast cancer with frequent and long-term use of lye-based hair relaxers. When that study came out, obviously it was quite alarming and the team were like, something has to be done about this. And so really, it was kind of asking questions to the big companies like, are you being completely transparent with us? What's in your product? Right. Is it something harming us? Because the study is showing a link, but it's not showing a causal link. And it says that more research needs to be done. So we're like, yes, please do some more research. 2022, another study came out linking, again, frequent and long-term use of chemical straighteners 
with uterine cancer. And there's also a lawsuit going on at the moment in the United States that at this point has over 60 claimants. And it's against L'Oreal and a few other companies that make similar products, claiming that the use of these products has caused uterine cancer for those claimants. So yeah, L'Oreal, I think probably your listeners will know this, but a lot of people don't make the link between L'Oreal and Dark and Lovely or L'Oreal and Sofshin Carson. And so for us, it was also about accountability at the highest level. You are the group, you are the company that owns these other companies that's putting this product out there. You do mention that there still needs to be a lot of research to be done to confirm exactly how this happens, where it happens, et cetera, et cetera. And if I'm understanding you correctly, you are in a space now where you are saying because there is the possibility that this is the result of your products, you should pull this from the shelf. Am I understanding properly? Absolutely. It's like, okay, is there information that you have that you're not sharing with us? And in any case, if a link like this has been made, it's worth exploring and that should be done without continuing to make and sell the products. I know you have got a petition. How has that gone and who is supporting this drive by Level Up to get these major uh, hair companies to take more interest and pull these things off the shelf? So the petition that's been signed by over 6,000 people in the UK Our open letter, which is the most recent thing that we've put out there, at this point has over 700 signatures. It includes a number of MPs in the UK, such as Dawn Butler, for example. We also have other campaigners on there and organisations like Reproductive Justice Initiative and cancer projects like Black Women Rising. In terms of the demands that we've made, We've asked L'Oreal to make it a safe choice. So like, as you mentioned, make the products safe to use or take them off the shelves to make it a transparent choice. So make the nature of the ingredients and possible harms clear on the product's label or packaging. We found that often, even though there's a number of hair relaxers that say that it's a no life formula, actually, once you look on the ingredient list, you'll find sodium hydroxide, which is another name for lye. And to make it an informed choice for people. So for L'Oreal to invest in independent research about the safety of their products, L'Oreal will consistently say that the safety of their consumers is of the utmost importance to them. And they do rigorous safety testing, et cetera. It's possible that the tests that they're doing is not showing any link to cancer. But as we know, cancer is something that develops over time. And so we don't know what kind of research they're doing, but we also need it to be independent. It can't be done by a body that can be swayed by L'Oreal's needs as a business. Have you, as Level Up, gotten in touch with L'Oreal directly? And what has been the response if you have? Yeah, so um, the first time we contacted them was to ask for the safety sheets of two of their hair relaxers, one marketed at adult, one aimed at children. They're supposed to reply to that within 30 days, and to date we haven't had a reply. That was in around March 2022. When we put the open letter out there, we also sent it directly to them. Are there relaxers that that you feel that consumers are using that you don't feel you need to take on this agenda with them? Are there any of those or do you think it's an overarching relaxer issue? I'd say it's 
definitely something to look at for any company that produces lie-based hair relaxers. We're in communication with L'Oreal and targeting L'Oreal because they're the biggest beauty brands. And we think it's an opportunity actually to change the trend around this kind of product, the marketing of this kind of product. Yeah. Now, is your biggest aim companies pulling the products off the shelves or is it for companies to be honest about the side effects and what goes into their products? Both, for sure. Because if something is not safe to use, it's not something that should be available to us. Additionally, though, if you're making it very clear what side effects are possible as a result of using the product, people can make the choice. Um, I'm not sure how it is in South Africa or in other countries at the moment, but here we have messaging on cigarette packets, for example, that say this can cause cancer, blah, 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 um, goes into like the, the different possible health outcomes. People still buy cigarettes, right? But they know what it's linked to. Yes, I mean, here in South Africa, we have it on the cigarettes, we have it on the alcohol. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I hear what you're saying, to have a sticker on the box that says this is the consequences of using this product, pretty much. Absolutely. Also, as an organisation and as some of us as black women, we're not out here trying to tell black women what to do with their hair, right? It's really important that we have a choice. It's interesting. I went through a phase where I personally went through natural hair and uh, I was all about the natural hair and I was very distinct about the fact that I wanted to, to be natural because I really just felt that it was what, what I wanted for myself. But I will yeah. be honest, 2023 came along and I was like, listen, this cream crack uh, is what I need <laughs> in my hair right now. I cannot deal. It's too much. I'm just getting all of these kids yeah. are driving me crazy. And I went back to mm-hmm. relaxer. And funny enough, when I was sitting in the salon chair, another girl walked in, not aware that I had just relaxed my hair because by the time she walked in, I was already styling my hair. And I remember mm-hmm. her taking her hat off and putting it on the table and saying, enough, bring the relaxer. <laughs> I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, as we wrap it up, what is your, your message? I know I love what you say that, you know, uh, you don't want to dictate to black women what to do because I think yeah. that's, that's like a sensitive spot for black women. Like we, are, we really don't want anyone telling us to do it with, with our hair. But a more informed yeah. decision is always a good one. As I've said, we emphasize choice. And I would also say, regardless of whether your listeners are relaxing their hair or not, if people are interested in ensuring that these products are safe to use for themselves or for others, you can get involved in the campaign. You can sign the open letter no matter where you are in the world. Our petition is UK-based, but the open letter, anyone can sign it. And also, we'd be interested to know if there's any petitions or any similar campaigns going on in South Africa. Well, thank you so much. It's very an, a, a very insightful conversation, and I think I learned a lot. And But we really yeah. do appreciate your time all the way from the UK to sit with us and unpack your Level Up mission to inform and to educate and to stand up for the rights of women. We appreciate that. Thank you so much for platforming this campaign. We really appreciate it. I also want to note that we did contact L'Oreal South Africa to invite them to join us on the Carol Afori podcast. But at the time of recording, I had not yet received a response. Next, I wanted to find out more about the research findings that have been the driving force behind Level Up's campaign. Who better to speak to than one of the scientists involved in the groundbreaking research into the potential link between hair relaxers and cancer? Dr. Adena Lenos is a cancer and molecular epidemiologist and associate professor at the Columbia University Mailman School of Public Health in New York. 
She's been researching this topic since 2016. Doctor, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking time to chat to us about this. Can you tell us a bit about the work that you've been involved in? Sure. I'm a cancer and molecular epidemiologist. Most of my work focuses on understanding the social determinants of health and biological and molecular determinants of health that contribute to worse cancer outcomes, especially in Black women and women of African ancestry. Some of this work has included examining the use of hair products, including hair dyes and chemical relaxers and straightening products. Now, Doctor, how long have you been in this field of studying specifically the products, uh, hair products that women use on their hair? Our first publication linking hair dye use um, with breast cancer, especially in Black women, was published in 2017. So I would say since about 2015 when we started that analysis. I've been in the field since 2009. Right. Now, are you able to explain the link between, let's start with chemical hair relaxers and straighteners that, of course, been used by also Caucasian women or white women as well, and the link thereof of the possibility of it leading to cancer? Research from my own work, from my lab, we published a relationship with the use of chemical relaxers. But in our study, which included only black and white women, while we didn't see a significant association for the use of those products in black women, we did find that among white women who reported using those products, there was increased breast cancer risk specifically. So we were doing a breast cancer study. Since then, there have been several other groups investigating this association. We now see that there's a relationship between the use of chemical relaxers and straightening products with increased risk for ovarian cancer and uterine cancer as well. And with those findings, um, are there any particular brands that um, you found to be prominent So that's a really good question. So far, this research has not focused specifically on specific brands or specific products, but my research team were actually really interested in getting at those questions, not just for relaxers, but for other hair products and personal care products that that women and, and even men are using daily. While we can't say specifically which brand of product, I think general, what we're seeing is that just using these products in general are exposing people to harmful toxic chemicals that could potentially be related to these increased risks of hormone-related cancers. Are there certain products or certain ingredients that are found or are prevalent in hair products that are triggers for cancer in later years? The simple answer to that question is yes. These products contain tons of toxic chemicals, some of which are known carcinogens. Others are endocrine disrupting chemicals that, you know, long-term exposure to these chemicals would lead to many changes in the body, many changes to the way the body functions, the way the cells function that could contribute to the development of cancer. I'm not going to, again, specify which chemicals specifically, but I would say that there it's more than just one chemical. It's not just a simple one-to-one thing. It's also what happens when chemicals mix, right? We're not using products that contain only one chemical. These, these chemicals 
are not in isolation, right? So we can be exposed to hundreds of chemicals every day. So when we look at the use of chemical relaxers, you know, we might use these products a few times per year, but it's it's the consistent long-term use that increases the like the dose of the chemical exposure that ultimately um, could contribute to adverse health outcomes like cancer. I want to go back to your article, Hair Product Use and Breast Cancer Risk Among African-American and White Women. Your findings there, would you say there's a direct association between using hair straighteners and hair relaxers with breast cancer or any other hormone cancers? Maybe to clarify it more, does it mean using these hair straighteners and hair relaxers that these could possibly increase your risk? Maybe not a certainty that you will have cancer, but it may increase your risk of cancer. Would that be accurate? Yeah, that's a better sort of summary of what we're finding. We're not saying that using these products means that you will definitely be diagnosed with any of these conditions, but the evidence is supporting a relationship between using these products. So when we compare the risk of these cancers among those that use the product and compare them to those that don't use the product, we're seeing these cancers occurring more frequently in the individuals that use the product. Right. Now, I mentioned Level Up earlier, this UK organization that's um, actually signing petitions to try and get uh, giant relaxer makers like L'Oreal to disclose the harmful toxins or harmful products on their packaging. What are your thoughts on that? I definitely think that it would be better for consumers if they knew what chemicals were in their products. So I fully support the transparency of ingredients um, for all the products that we can walk into a store and freely purchase. What would be important is for these companies to be required to demonstrate that these products do not cause harm to consumers. Um, If they can't do that, then I I do think they should be removed from the shelves. Do you use hair relaxer or hair straightener? I don't, but I used to. Um, I stopped chemically relaxing my hair about almost 15 years now. And was it because of this work that you're doing or just? Well, it was actually because I really became interested and concerned actually about chemicals in these products um, and the potential that they could be linked to adverse health outcomes. So I'll share with you that my family is a high-risk breast cancer family, and women in my family are diagnosed with breast cancer at very young ages, as early as their 20s. So, you know, this was something that I was concerned about. Not only that, I'm concerned about chemicals and products that we use on our children, right? Because children are still developing, still growing, and the exposures that they have in early life mm-hmm. can contribute to their long-term health outcomes. So I'm very conscious of the products that are used in my kids. Yeah. And I mean, on myself as well, but especially them. Right. So as we come to the end of our conversation, would you say, I mean, when I first wanted to do this podcast, I was specifically zoning in on hair relaxers. But in, in conversations going, it seems this is not just a black woman problem. Chatting to you has also opened the door to the fact that it's all products that, uh, specifically if we talk about hair, cosmetics in general, but if we talk about hair, 
it's literally all races that can be affected by this because I know that there's also chemicals that could possibly cause cancer in hair dyes uh, as well as relaxers and of course hair straighteners or your Brazilian or whatever you call them hair straightening products that maybe white women may use. Would you say I've summed this up correctly that all women should be concerned about what they are using on their hair and the prospect or possibility of it having a link to hormonal type of cancers? Yeah, so I want to say that it's not just women. I think it's every person that uses any product that, you know, that they purchase at a store. You know, any personal care product can potentially contain toxic chemicals. I mean, you might have noticed on the market there are many more companies that are moving towards what we're calling cleaner beauty. So they're supposed to be less toxic. Of course, we need to really understand what are in these products to confirm that they are, in fact, less toxic. But to your point, I really do think it's not just a woman's issue. Um, there are data that show that hair dyes used by men are also linked to prostate cancer risk. And while we are talking about chemical relaxers and and to a larger extent, hair products in general, it's possible that these products, your everyday products, contain harmful chemicals. So I think this is everyone's issue. Well, thank you once again, doctor, for your time. We really appreciate it. I know you're up early. You have a busy day, but thank you for squeezing us all the way in Durban, South Africa and making time to chat to us. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. And now we know. If you enjoyed my podcast, please follow or subscribe to it via ecr.co.za under podcasts. And then you'll get alerts about new episodes. And please don't keep the Carol Afori podcast to yourself. Let's make the circle bigger. You can also email your big questions to my producer, Rory, at ecr.co.za.